Welcome to a world where men face some of the toughest situations imaginable. A world where one wrong choice can mean disaster. A world where dying can be as easy as living. Corrections. Survival of the fittest. You just stay over there, old man. Unless you want to get seriously messed up. Let me tell you something, you little punk. I was running the streets before you was born. And I was running the prison floor before you could spell it. <laughs> and you know what? On the streets, I give the orders. I'm a general out there. I'll be a general in here. It's only room for one general around these parts. And it's been me, and it's gonna stay me. <laughs> How you gonna make that happen? Look at you, your health going to the dogs. Everybody didn't know you a diabetic, but we watch you eat like a pig. Oh, you so much better. Crying on the phone, falling out in the middle of the floor. Looks to me like you one phone call away from a heart attack. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with me, old man. Then talking to your mama must be some kind of pure hell if it'll knock a healthy man on his back. What is she, some kind of voodoo witch or something? What? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody locked down. Everybody. Right now. Johnny Gunn, Ron Cobb, both of you over here to the side. The two of you are taking a little walk with me. We're gonna finish this later, old man. Oh, you can count on that, chump. Come in. Ah, Officer Martin. Dr. Hernandez, do you have a moment? I'd like to ask you a couple questions. Certainly. Come in. Have a seat. Is everything okay with your latent TB treatment? Taking antibiotics every day, but I'm concerned about the other officers and all the inmates. You are not contagious, Officer Martin. Latent TB cannot be spread to others, only the active tuberculosis disease. Oh, I don't mean that they'll get something from me. Look, I've talked to several of my higher-ups, including the warden, and I can't get anybody to commit to stopping TB and other diseases from spreading here at United. It is most likely you were exposed at the prison you worked at before. You're not listening to me. I'm talking about any time a disease comes in here and starts to spread. I'm talking about choices these guys make that are bad for them. Well, that is what I'm here for, to treat them when they are ill. Okay, but why not try harder to keep them healthy in the first place? Please take a look at this booklet. It's a disease prevention booklet that's for the officers. But there isn't one for the prisoners. Why is that? Wouldn't it have been useful? I don't know why there isn't a booklet for the prisoners. And yes, it would have helped with education and prevention, but I've only been here for a short time. But wouldn't it be worth it? Well, yes, but, you know, I am new here. There are many things the doctor before me should have done, but did not do. And now that's your responsibility. I believe I know my responsibilities, officer. I'm not sure you do. Officer, I have many patients I have to see. So I must ask you to leave. All right, I'll get out of here. But let me remind you, you took an oath. So did I. We both sort of protect and care for these people in here, for both inmates and officers. Officer Martin, I am very busy here. I'm going, I'm going. But I'll be seeing you soon. Come on, Officer Brandon. You know we don't need no body chart. I'm fine and so is he. 
I'm taking both of you to medical. That's all there is to it. Yeah, what's the matter, mama's boy? You scared the lockup might be too much for you? We wouldn't want you to pass out from the stress. Shut your mouth, gun. You know what? I hope they give us a cell together so I can spend my time kicking your fat diabetic ass. Both of them, shut up. Did I say I was sending anybody to lockup? I'm trying to get both of you some medical attention. But keep talking, and I'll throw both of you dummies in the oldest stinking cell I can find. And you'll be in there so long they'll have to all the hinges to get the door back open. You feel that? Had about enough of you two I can take. Ah, oh, these are the two combatants you called me about. Yeah, Doc. We got a real Rocky Balboa and Apollo Creed here. Follow me, gentlemen, and we'll examine each of you. Who should we examine first? Mr. Gunn? Don't make no difference to me. Mr. Gunn, you're limping very badly. You seen it. I stubbed my toe. Cut it up a little bit. I'm cool. The way you're walking is not cool, Mr. Gunn. This is the walk that says I am trying to fight the pain. I'm concerned this is a complication of your diabetes. Please come in and have a seat on the exam table. Officer, can you stay with him? Oh, yeah. I'll keep an eye on Rocky here. Okay, Carter. Exactly what happened in there. In where? In your cell block, where I broke up your fight. That fat old man calls himself hardcore and all that. He says something about my mama. He says something about your mama? Do you know how stupid you sound right now? Listen, nobody talks about my mama. No, you listen. You know how hard some of us have to work to keep you guys from tearing each other up? To keep you safe and... No, I know. We're the enemy. And some days I wonder why we bother. Because we can't take care of you when you don't even care about your own damn selves. I don't know about that chump, but I care about me. No, you don't. And neither does he. I had to drag both of you in to save your lives. What's that supposed to mean? It means he's got diabetes and getting complicated. And you've got some kind of thing where you're passing out and falling down. Does that sound like either of you needs to be trying to spill each other's blood? I can take care of myself. You were just proving that you can't. You guys in here are stuck in your own world and there's all kind of stuff going on that can make you sick and you don't even know. All kind of TVs and hip C's, all other kinds of EFGs floating around, not to mention AIDS. And all you can think to worry about is somebody says something about your mama? I ain't letting nobody disrespect my mama. What do you think you're doing right now? You think being in prison is respecting your mama? I'm trying to get money to support my family. And how's that working for you? You were disrespecting her and your whole family by doing something that got you in here. You need to be out there helping them. And with your obvious health problems, how much good do you expect to be to her if you go home all broke down? She's going to need a strong son to take care of her and the rest of the family. And not a weak son that she's got to take care of again. I ain't weak. I was winning that fight. All right. Just keep justifying when you need to be accepted. But I hope you wake up. I hope you wake up before it's too late. You know, this job is hard enough already. So why we got to start the day off with a damn staff meeting? Just makes everything worse. You'll live, Brandon. Somehow you will survive. Hey, Martin, I hear you're now a nursemaid for the inmates. Are you talking to me, Officer Nichols? You heard me. You know what they say. If you lay down with the dogs, well, you know the rest. Watch your mouth. No, I got this. Officer, if you have an opinion, I think you should share it with everyone. Don't get too close. I know what you got. If you're scared of catching something in here, Nichols, maybe you ought to back off on getting so physical with the inmates. Get out of my face, Mark. Or what? You gonna mace me like you did that inmate, the guy with asthma? Do you know that could have killed him? Then he shouldn't have been running his mouth when I told him to keep quiet. And you need to think about doing your job, which is prison guard and not Nancy Nursemaid. 
Do you even know how many of these guys have asthma or staph infections or TB or AIDS? That ain't my job and it ain't yours. Oh, so we shouldn't even care. Maybe that's the whole problem right there. If you don't care, you can't notice, you can't respond. And that makes you a health risk to everyone, staff and inmates. Hey now, hang on. Are you saying we're putting these guys in danger? Security doesn't just mean keeping people in line. It doesn't just mean keeping them out of fights. If we're supposed to keep these guys safe, keep everybody safe, then we have to stand guard against diseases too. Preach it, sis. This is not a joke. Listen, when I was 12, I had an uncle with bipolar disorder. It made him do crazy things, sometimes violent things. We didn't understand what it was. He ended up in prison. And do you think the staff in there understood his disorder? They didn't know what and they didn't care. One day he got in a fight with four officers, four, and they didn't understand, not one of them, that somebody with untreated bipolar disorder won't respond to threats, won't just calm down because somebody yelled calm down. He just kept fighting back and before anybody knew what was happening, he'd broken his own neck, or so the story goes. He was dead before he even hit the floor and I figured that he died because the people handling him didn't understand the problem. And I decided one day to be that officer who'd know what to do. And now you're the officer with the TB. Yeah, I got exposed to TB, and you know what? It reminded me of why I wanted to be here in the first place. I'd gotten so caught up in other things. Well, now I'm back on track and I'm gonna get some changes made around here. And I can use all the help I can get. And people who are not going to help me, loud, noisy, loudmouth jerks who never thought of anybody but themselves. Officer Martin, I think that's enough. I'm sorry, Lieutenant. I didn't hear you come in. No need to apologize. In fact, I thank you for handling our morning briefing. That was, that was information that everyone here needs to know. We need to talk more in these meetings about this kind of thing. So thank you again, Officer Martin, and, uh, and everybody else, uh, please report to your assigned posts. Except you, Nichols. Me? Yes, you. I'd like to have a few words with you in my office. Now. Hey, Ron. JG, you have a smoke? Sorry, no smoking allowed in lockup. You trying to get me busted? Come on, JG. Oh, man. I'm gonna die if I don't get a smoke soon. Get up, homeboy. I got some information to share with you. Mm. I said get up. Uh, hey man, on my mama, I'm gonna wet you up if you don't get away from my door. Word is you wanted to stab Skillet. On everything, I don't know what you talking about. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, who, who told you that? You know Soilfish? That's who you got the shank from. Nope. What I tell you about prison tattoos? Ain't no secrets in prison. Hey fat man, don't start. And how you get in here anyway? It's my job. But not for long, this tote. Man, that tattoo gave me something. I ain't been feeling right. Don't surprise me. Getting a homemade tattoo from a homemade tattoo gun and tattoo ink made from soot and shampoo or soot and a deodorant stick. What? Soot? Yeah, black soot from a fire. Scrape it up and add your shampoo or your deodorant. Mix it up and bam, tattoo ink. Seriously, man, you know it's HIV positive people in United along with Hep C, cirrhosis of the liver, TB, Staph infection, syphilis, and gonorrhea, to name a few. How the hell you know? You ain't no doctor. You need to pray to whatever higher power you believe in. Prison and a bad tattoo is just the beginning. I live. Okay, homeboy. I'll see you in a few hours. Hey, JG, I just wanted everyone to see I wasn't scared and could fight my own battles. The way you look, you look like you fighting a losing battle.
Seven sail. Seven sail. Chow call. Seven sail. This is your last call for chow. Let me see you move. Get to this door, inmate. I'm coming in. Inmate, you hear me? A block cubicle. Open up seven sail. What the hell? Get me a nurse to seven sale ASAP and bring a gurney. Engine seven two medic seven medic eleven information. Hey, don't even think about missing the next episode of Corrections. You might regret it if you do. Find out more on our website at www.correctionssurvival.com.